Welcome to the Sippy Girls podcast. Sippy Girls is about the adventures of outdoor sorority sisters. Encouraging women in Mississippi to push their limits. Hey everyone, welcome back and uh, I am joined here with Mandy Logan. Hey y'all. And I of course am Ivana Williams and uh, we're just here to discuss with Mandy, you know, why did she join Sippy Girls and, you know, find out a little bit more about her. So Mandy, why don't you start off and uh, tell us why you decided to join Sippy Girls? Well, I guess the first reason I joined Sippy Girls was... I could back up to about a year ago. I saw you on the armory and um, I saw the Sippy Girls and what you guys were doing. And I thought to myself, that's me. Like, I want to do that, you know, because I have a passion about hunting. Mm -hmm. And so my initial reason was just, you know, to get out there and share my love for hunting, just like I saw y'all were sharing. And so that was initially why. But now... I realize the bigger mission here is not just for what I can gain. It's what I can give to someone else. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. So what is your background as far as hunting? Uh, background? Fishing? Well, uh, I didn't grow up in a family of hunt or hunting and fishing. But my mother, it's, okay, my, I come from a broken family. But my dad, he was never like this outdoorsman at all. My mother was raised doing that sort of thing. Okay. And which is unusual, you know, for a mother to have that uh, aspect a part of, you know, what she, her personality, you know? Yeah. And not only was she a beautiful woman, she was a florist and also uh, she was a cheerleader in high school. So she's got this vivacious, you know. Now you said she's watching, right? <laughs> yeah. So hey, Mandy's mom. Hey, mama. Hey, in case you're watching. <laughs> I could I could probably hear her if we were standing outside, but yeah, she's my number one cheerleader. And um, but yeah, growing up, um, I'm the oldest of three girls, and Mama, I wanted to teach us a little bit about it, so she took us fishing by herself. I mean, we would go down to the reservoir and go fishing, and I remember catching a huge catfish, and I thought, you know, I could do this all the time. Yeah. I'm so good at it, but no. <laughs> It was because my mother was there helping yeah. me. And I remember watching my mother um, uh, doing target practice in the front yard uh, with her bow and arrow. And we were just like, what is going on? My daddy wasn't out there, you know, being a part of any of that. Yeah. But uh, but we didn't think anything different of my daddy because of it. We just knew mama loved it. Yeah. And so... Um, but I was still a pearl girl, you know, in the city. I never rode four-wheelers, wasn't out in the woods. But I, I did love to be outside with all my friends. And I was the little girl that would watch for all my friends riding their bike so I could go outside. And <laughs> that was. Yeah, <laughs> Evidently, that was somebody sending you a star on oh, Facebook. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. So every time somebody Thanks. sends you a star. 99 cent, actually. Well, yeah. Well, We'll take it. Yeah. So every time you send a star, <laughs> it kind of helps us uh, continue the production process. And, you know, Danny's been so great with uh, he's the producer here and he's just been awesome. So it does help out 
us being able to do some more uh, production or um, podcast and other events that we try to do. But uh, that's so interesting. And, you know, we had talked at the extravaganza or afterwards. And it was funny because, like, mm-hmm. I knew your name kind of looked familiar. Mm-hmm. And I actually had gone to school with her sister. And uh, it was pretty interesting. And, and what is she doing now? Just Melody. Melody. Uh, she's a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Right now. She's um, got a little little one. So, And they just bought a house. I was, so I was just telling him, you know, they bought a new house and moved it. And it feels like you're still moving, you know, months later. Yeah. So that's pretty much what keeps her busy right now. But she's looking to go back to work. She actually went to school just like I did. Thanks. That's another <laughs> one. <laughs> um, we, uh, she also went to school to do paralegal work. And, you know, that's what my background's in for like 20 years. I was paralegal. Um, done with that. But <laughs> So what is your plans for the future? Do you want another job? Do you want to stay at home? I mean, what are you doing nowadays? That's what he and I were talking about before you got here, just that um, I have a passion to just pour into others and make a difference. And whatever that leads me to, um, that's what I want to do. Whether it's creating, I used to do um, arts and crafts, um, making things and selling them. But um, I just feel like there's a bigger purpose for me. Still trying to figure that one out. But this is one of the things that has guided me Mm -hmm. where I feel like what I've prayed for is kind of, coming to fruition here yeah well you've been great um she's been doing all the sippy girls like uh any paperwork type stuff she's been over that and she's been doing really good so we actually have an event coming up um it's called sippy girls haunted hollow i know it's spooky. Yeah. so excited and, and so uh at one of our podcasts it'll be closer to the event but we'll have some costumes yes and i know me and mandy had talked about this how we can actually dress a little provocative <laughs> for Halloween. Tiny bit. And uh, we're going to quote Mean Girls here, but you know, that's the one time a year you can get away with it. So we're going to dress up, you know, have a little fun with it. Mm. But, um, yeah, we have that event. And so you've been helping out getting those uh, sponsor packets together. Yes. yes. And we're going to uh, be sending those out. So if anybody does want to sponsor Haunted Hollow, we will have... Uh, booths of first responders just like I've been doing the past five years except it's just at a new location it's a little bit more to it than this year than just the uh, trunk or treat so it's a whole fall festival and sponsorship will pay for the different first responders booths along with other you know advertising for that company and candy and all that for those that don't know where is this going to be located it's going to be at the Muse Center in Pearl and it's at Heinz Community College campus in Rankin County. And uh, it'll be October 27th and 28th. And we're going to have it from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. So, yeah, so we're actually going to try to get some of the schools out there, like uh, kindergarten, elementary schools yeah. across the Jackson area, and, and be able to have a whole fall festival at one location so they don't have to keep traveling different places. And they get plenty of candy and a little pumpkin to take home and get to the go on a ride. ride. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be fun. Sign me up. Um, but she's been, like I said, she's been doing great with uh, helping out with that event. Yes. I'm excited about it, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, because I know that um, I went to the Troopers and for Troopers and Troopers Treats. and Treats. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it was such a huge, great event. And I know as a mother, I felt this is perfect. You know, for those just because it just seems a little crazy, kind of mm. sending your child door to door these days. Right. 
and you don't know about different neighborhoods and that sort of thing. So doing something like this is really wonderful for those that are concerned with, you know. Little safety issues. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. this will be um, the actual booths itself. If there's any vendors that want to participate as far as having something, their company up there so they can sell things, it will, I will, we will have booths for that. But majority of them are going to be just for first responders. And that's where those um, sponsorships comes in handy because an agency can't pay for certain things, but a sponsor can come in and pay for them. So that's uh, allows them to come out there and do little games. And this year, because it's going to be over two days, it is going to be spread out just a little bit more. So we will have like more games involved with the booths versus just passing out candy. So it'll be a lot more activity. Are you going to have like jumpy houses for kids and stuff? Yes, we're going to have jump houses. And (laughs) we're working on a, and I can't remember what his name is, and I hate to say it. I know it's Jason, but I can't think of his last name. He did the dogs and the fish thing right outside the muse center um and it's for the extravaganza so i'm trying to get him to come up there oh that would would, be great yeah he was wonderful yes a big crowd pleaser so (laughs) we're excited to see kind of where it goes but yeah this is probably going to be the biggest one biggest (laughs) event and um next year we're hoping to do it even bigger so we really wanted to design it after the ladies who've been doing mistletoe Mm -hmm. and they've been doing a great job but we want to do a little bit different and yeah. we wanted to have a little bit more fall Halloween theme. So next year we'll have a masquerade. Yes. And that's this, what. Yes. Uh, like a full-blown masquerade. Like ballroom, everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Danny already has his costume in mind for next year. And um, we are having a costume contest this year, but it just be it will be throughout the event, the two days. So next year we want to actually have like an adult time you know 7 p.m to midnight with a costume contest along with the masquerade so every night we'll have an event and it'll be fun be fun for everybody and then during the day the kids can come out and have a little little treat with a fall festival your mom and daddy can have a treat afterwards yes exactly yes. it'd be fun it'd be fun for everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but no i you know i really appreciate you joining sippy girls and especially joining the podcast i think you have been a great asset to uh, the organization and I love your heart and I love how you want to see it succeed and grow and um, but I just really want to say thank you for all that you've done and you know well thank you all that I I hope you continue to do you know so <laughs> you haven't run me off yet no. okay good, good. No. Um, it takes a lot okay <laughs> Well, I did message her. I was like, tell me if I'm being pushy. Like, no. it's, it's okay. Just tell me. Um, no. But we are, we're having our first social. So here's another thing about Sippy Girls a lot of people don't know. We not only try to create events to bring in, you know, revenue so we can give back and have more events so we can give back more. But we also, it's more like a social organization, a social club. And that's what that uh, little skit is at the first of this podcast you know saying that this is a sorority for outdoor women and so we're going to have our first social yes we're gonna have it thursday at the armory and um it's going to be for just like a meet and greet for sippy girls members and their families if anybody wants to bring anybody because i know a lot of us have kids and i don't want to exclude the kids if uh, we don't have to right and so are you bringing your daughter no no <laughs> 
no. Uh, and not because I don't want her there. Yeah. I would love her to be there, but no, my baby, uh, she loves to be home. She okay. is a homebody baby. Now, does she like the outdoors? She loves it. Yes. Okay. Yes. She is my little rock collector. She loves her dogs. We have two big labs and... So she loves being outdoors, and we love going to camp and taking the dogs with us okay. and riding four-wheelers. So where's your camp at? It's in Lena. Okay. It's at Cold Bluff right off of the uh, Pearl River. All right. And um, we've been members there for about, I think, five years, mm-hmm. something like that. And really, she has grown into loving to be outdoors with me a little bit more, I guess, because I'm more patient yeah. <laughs> to sit in the woods and other than her daddy like he's patient but i'm and he'll tell you this too i'm the hunter i'm the (laughs) one that keeps the freezer full and he's the one that keeps the stands clean is that's what he'll tell you but yeah she loves being outdoors and um wondering what i'm seeing in the woods she'll text me or you know but now does she go in her own stand or are you guys together no not yet she's got her own gun and we're trying to get her to love it more you know, and feel more confident with her gun. And we realized um, also that last year, uh, and when we realized it, um, that she had a sight issue. And the way we realized is um, she was playing softball. Mm-hmm. And every time we were at home, she was making contact with the ball perfectly. But for some reason, every time she would get on the field, she would not make contact. And um, we had to pretty much push it out of her that she was like, well, I can't see the ball. <laughs> and, and you thought it was just, you know, her not. Yeah, we thought she just yeah. didn't enjoy it, didn't want to play or whatever the case may be. We just didn't know what the issue was. And not only that, like when we would take her, shoot her gun, um, we could tell there was she was just a little off, you know. But she's a good shot. She's real patient and, you know, takes her time and she listens well. And so she's going to be a great hunter if that's what she wants to do. Right. But well, that's good. Yeah. Have you got a special gun made up for her? You know, I'm the gun person. So. <laughs> no, but we do need to do that. Okay. I want to do that. Uh, it, I think that'll make Christmas her gift. Yes. yes. You know, make her feel more special. I know my um my 10 year old Titus, he got a gun for his birthday. And so I painted it up and made it special for him for his favorite color and all that. So he liked that. He that's did. so special. And made it a little bit more uh, personalized, you know? Well, yeah. And, you know, it's for mama. Um, I'm reading some of the comments that Danny's going through. I see that uh, somebody's asking about. Oh. Um, <laughs> That's well, my sister. Uh, well, one <laughs> my of them, mom. <laughs> one of them was talking about a masquerade. So, yes, it's actually. Yeah. Well, you saw the masquerade <laughs> thing. Um, we are. We're going to have it a little more gothic. That's kind of the whole uh, idea behind it is the fall and Halloween. But it'll be a shopping experience. But. Like, uh, you know, you got Canton Flea Market, and that's almost like the uh, kickoff to holiday shopping. So, And that's in October. Yes, it is. The first week. Right. Yeah. So this will be next year I plan on doing it maybe like two weeks before Halloween because I, I don't want to try to even compete with Mistletoe because they do such a good job, and it is a fundraiser for them. So I want to try to eliminate any, any type of – competition or anything like that besides they are way out of our league right now you know it, uh, they are doing great things for their community and so hopefully we can we can it only be in their neighborhood one day so well, that's perfect to mira from well they just have a great idea great concept and uh, the ladies who are over there they put in a lot of work and so i want to you know kind of mimic a little bit about what they do and and yeah. try to still have our own 
uh, style, especially since we are outdoors women and ours is more going to be, you know, like mistletoe, if, if anybody's ever been, it's, you know, more feminine boutiques that are there. It's not very many men, manly boutiques. Mm -hmm. And so I want to kind of change that for the Haunted Hollow that we will be having every year is have it more manly boutiques and then some feminine, feminine boutiques (laughs) come in, you know? Yeah. And I I think that way it kind of doesn't, it's two different ideals and concepts and it doesn't compete or interfere with either one, you know? Yeah. And football season. Uh Uh-huh. It's kicking off. Football season. Um, So I... Danny, have you ever seen any, like, comments? Because I'm trying to read, but also uh, talking. Yeah, because I definitely can't say I'm over here. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. Uh, we just have some some banter back and forth between a couple <laughs> of the uh, the fans here. Okay. See and um, a few people have sent stars, so thank you to those folks. And if anything else comes across, I will certainly bring it to your attention. All right, well, great. Um, so I know that, uh, this is something that we were talking about earlier and it is kind of embarrassing. So, uh, I don't, I can't, just a little bit. (laughs) So we were talking about earlier how I was doing a, um, a driving class, a driving class yesterday. So I do driving classes for teenage drivers and then also like, um, companies, corporations that have like a fleet or something like that. So, uh, Yesterday, I went out to Macomb and I was doing the class, and it was 105 degrees. At least. And, yes. you know, I had pants on. I was trying to look very professional and some BDUs and, like, a button-up polo shirt and stuff like that. That was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> it was awful. And so I was telling you that, like, I'm gonna... <laughs> Don't be oh, shy now. I know. We're, we're only well, live, so, you know. And, you know, we're um, strong women. Well, <laughs> Okay, so I'm almost six feet tall. I'm going to blame that. Okay. Sure. So um, I'm very, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm very manly. And I know I've already talked about this in another podcast where like I will get on the radio and talk really deep to try to make me sound cooler than just a, you know, a little girl or something like that. But I really do feel like I, I have a little bit more masculine characteristics, you know, just because I am taller and, you know, I feel like I'm, Big bone, you know, girl. But uh, what are you talking I disagree. about? <laughs> I'm trying to like play this, you know, this one here. You know, do the introduction first, so I'm not so embarrassed. You're not selling it. Yeah. <laughs> so I I had this um I had this deodorant on, right? I mean, like, but it was it was because the other one almost ran out, and I couldn't find it anyway. But so I had to get this new one, right? But I have to have like. Like extra strength because <laughs> I'm like six feet tall. So, uh, uh, not that, that, you know, but didn't hate, have hate it. rises. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so I didn't have it on. And so I was around all these teenagers and then their parents later on. I was just holding my arms down like this and trying not to look so obvious. And I finally just told one of the moms, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to look like I, I'm not interested in what you have to say. I just, do not smell very, very well. And she's like, oh, well, who who would at 105 degrees? Right. And I'm it's like, so oh. hot. It's just because of the horrible deodorant that I had. I don't believe anybody's deodorant's holding up in this heat. This I heat was, is a monster. That's, that's true. I had somebody send me, um, it was a little lewd uh, picture. Not, oh. not bad. It was like a meme, but it had... <laughs> 
I love that. I love the extra noise. I do too. It sounds so great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a little meme, uh, and he sent it to me. It was like all cops after their shift, and it had like, you know, they it showed them taking off their vest, yeah. which after my shift, my vest is just drenched in sweat. Oh, really? And the undershirt, I, I don't, okay. So during summer, I, <laughs> someone calls me stinky at work, by the way. I don't no know. Way. Yes, I don't know if he's watching it, but it's because during winter I don't sweat. Like very, I really don't sweat very often, and so it's very unusual for me to sweat. A whole wow! Lot. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So during, uh, I told him that one time. I was like, "Yeah, I don't change my undershirt like every day because we all, <laughs> for our uniform, have the same undershirt and all that, and we have plenty. My yeah. department gives me plenty. I just don't." I don't need to change it, you know? That's probably, I hate that we're live right now. I can't believe I'm saying all of this. Uh, but anyway, he call, that's where the story comes from. He calls me stinky at work. I, I don't actually stink, but that's what he, he says that's gross. And okay. not fair. Yeah, well, I guess. This is taking a turn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. But what I was saying about the meme is that, um, yeah, it was just a funny meme about the heat and all that and all the cops, how they have to take off their uh, <laughs> vest and stuff and how they will be, like, fanning themselves off and, like, uh, a fan and all that. So, anyway, I don't know how we went down that path. Um, That's a good point. Allison Schwartz brought up a good point. How the heck do you get the vest clean before the next shift? Okay, maybe that's why I'm called stinky too. I don't oh know. Oh my, <laughs> my sister. So I have in my closet, like you know, you got the coats, uh, the higher coats, coat yeah. rack, uh -huh. and then you got the lower. Well, some closets do, and then you got the lower one. Well, in my closet, I have it's walk-in closet, and I have um like a big dresser, like it's four feet wide, and then it's just perfect counter height, and so that's where my duty belt goes, and then my vest, I'll hang it over the coat rack. And all on that side of the closet is, like, one side of that coat rack is, like, my uniforms where I hang up. And then the other side is where I put my vest. But that seems to work. Um, <laughs> you can't clean it. You can. I know a lot of guys will spray. Danny, you can't I'm, clean it. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't smell me like. <laughs> He's making gagging oh. impressions. But uh, you can't. Don't smell me when I first come home. Definitely don't do that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but some guys will spray it with like Febreze and stuff like that. I was like wondering, that. Yeah. can you spray something like that on it? You can, you but know, it reminds me of the commercial. It's like, now I smell like stinky flowers. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah, no, it's it's not going to help anything. Yeah. So I just hang it over the coat, coat <laughs> closet and it seems to work. And then during the summer... Back to the whole I'm stinky, I'm named stinky at work, is uh, I will change my undershirts during summer. But I, I do. He doesn't, Danny doesn't believe me anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I believe you. Okay, good. I yeah. believe you. I don't, yeah. Because I know, I mean, when you smell yourself, it's an issue. It's, you're like, I know someone else can smell this. Yeah. And then they, they're all like, oh, I didn't know anything about it. I'm like, oh, I hate that I even mentioned it now, but. Mm -hmm. I'm too honest. I am too. I have a horrible, I, I think that's a horrible trait. Yeah, I don't know. It might not be. But Danny I'm an oversharer. I'm such an oversharer. I have to reel it back in a lot of times, you know. I, I just. To I, a fault. I have no filter, you yeah. know. And it's not a mean, it's not mean at all. 
It's just <clears throat> don't ask me if you don't if you don't want to know because I will tell you. Yes. And I, I I mean I'm quiet for the I am. I'm a quiet person, but whenever you say, "Hey, does this look good?" I'll <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I don't I'll, know. I'll sugarcoat. Uh, I do sweet lies. Mm-mm. Sometimes. I'll just be, you well, know. you know. You know. Uh maybe you should Wear something different. <laughs> you look great. But you should maybe, maybe you wear. Should, yeah. I don't know. Maybe wear something different. <laughs> Just suggestion. So I see Brad Cooney saying, uh, "Well, stinky it is going forward." I guess that's gonna be my nickname for now on. Oh no. <laughs> my dad. I was talking to him uh, the other day, and uh, because he saw me at the extravaganza, and he said, "Well, you know, Ashley Jones as she's dead eye. What's what's your nickname?" Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't have a nickname. You got to. Well, right. And I I said, well, I was called Slick growing up by my grandmother because I would always hide. I was a hider. (laughs) And I would just jump out and scare my papa to death. Did you say Slick? Slick. Uh (laughs) But um, every one of my friends calls me Mandy Lou. Oh, I like that. I was like Mandy Lou Slick Logan, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. And I am really slick in the woods. Kind of, you know. Well, what I was told is so I'm learning a lot about production and I know this is a podcast and I've learned a lot about this but we also are doing a TV show and it's called Sippy Girls so I'm having to learn a lot about what makes a good show and we actually will start filming in October and we'll start it with our uh, first episode and we'll turn that into a sizzle and I know it's exciting <laughs> a little nerve-wracking yeah. but they did they told you you know you kind of have to have that Everybody has a character um, and that they play and or, you know, are. Um, but I can't. I think somebody came up with a nickname for me and I didn't really. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad. It was with, you know, law enforcement. But I think it was uh, Code Blue, Ivana Code Blue Williams or something like that. I mean, it's, eh, uh, it's yeah. okay. But there's no, a better one. Yeah, there's. <laughs> and better than stinky. You're definitely yeah, not stinky. <laughs> I, oh, she's okay. By the way, she did say I. She's like, "Oh, you smell so good today," and that's where that initial conversation started before we did the yeah the live. And you was, look like you smell good. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I did take a shower today, so that's yeah. I feel accomplished. Yeah, having kids at home and <laughs> on a Sunday, and we've been cleaning. We've been cleaning the house, uh. so for me to take a shower and not have to have them screaming and fighting at least for the 10 minutes I had a shower or however long then yeah that, that was a decent shower now, so do they help good. you clean oh yeah good mm-hmm. they're not good at it all right <laughs> well that's not the that's not the goal really <laughs> they're not good <laughs> when at they're it, that but, young just you know help out but the thing is like I they, I usually try to clean up on Sundays and then um <clears throat> I will go back behind them when I have a chance and clean up some more and stuff and then I will look under the couches and stuff, and I'm, I'm like, how in the world? <laughs> like, there's bags of chips yep, and wrappers. Like, Coke cans, and I'm like, uh, did yeah. I, I'm just thinking, like, did I ever do that growing up? Like, I feel like I was always clean, and I never did that. I'm, maybe my mom well, could say something different. I don't yeah. know. I just remember we couldn't really eat in our room, and there wasn't really snacks that we got, and there were snacks, but those were daddy snacks kind of thing. Well, there wasn't the endless snack cabinet like we have at my house we have a pantry yeah and i'm telling you we we try and instill we have you know one daughter Mm -hmm. and i don't know about at your house but i'm telling you she is spoiled and not because we want to but it's just we just are able to yeah 
you know, and we have to remind her, baby, everybody doesn't have this, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're lucky to be your only child because I'm the oldest of three. We... (laughs) When we saw the bag of chips, we knew it was daddy's, but we knew maybe we can go in there and get us a few and he wouldn't notice. He noticed it, you know, but no, we didn't have that sort of thing growing up. No, I mean, my kids, I think they had, they probably ate 12 times a day during summer. (laughs) Like, I don't know how they survive at school uh, having just breakfast and lunch. And and then when they come home, they're like (laughs) starving again. Uh, Right. Mainly uh, starving every day. I pick her as soon as I pick her up. We're in the car rider line leaving. I'm starving. Mm-hmm. You know. And, yeah, my son Titus. He did the same thing the other day. I was picking him up from a friend's house, and we only live maybe five miles away. Maybe mm-hmm. pick him up. He's like, oh, I'm so I'm dying of thirst, and I I just had a Gatorade. Uh, it was like a berry flavor Gatorade, and he's like, oh, we can we stop at a gas station on the way home? I'm like. <laughs> We live five minutes away. Like, you can wait until we get home, to, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, but I'm just dying. I was like, all right, all right here, have my have my Gatorade I just got, you know. <clears throat> oh, I don't like that kind. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's I just, easy to do. I can't believe it. So These it's kids just, have so many options. Mm-hmm. But we give it to them, you know. I know. I have, um, <laughs> but I have four. Yeah. So mine, I feel... Mate, this is a question for you guys out there. Do you ever have your oldest kind of help out a little bit with the youngest? And I know you said you're the oldest. So did you growing up have to help out with the younger ones? Oh, yeah. I was mini mama. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just, I, sometimes <laughs> I feel bad, you know. So I try to like break it up for my son. Like he's almost 14. And I try to like, if he wants to go to a friend's house, even though I might need him for something. Yeah. Well, then, you know, just <clears throat> let him go to a friend's house that time and then. Like today, he's kind of helping out with the kids, with his little siblings, and mm-hmm. while we're doing the podcast, and he gets to watch them, and he's like, oh, but I wanted to hang out with my friend longer. I was like, yeah, oh, but I needed you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I just didn't know that was a normal thing for most people to do. Yeah, and it makes him feel like he's important, you know, Yeah, feeling needed. Oh, I, I doubt he cares about that. Oh, well, that's true. Might be a woman thing. But he did. He <clears> told uh, one of his friends... And her name, uh, and then his friend told his mama that, oh, did you know Brody's mom has a podcast or his own podcast? And so Selena actually, uh, she sent me a message not too long ago, and she's like, Brody told my son that she had a podcast, and he's just so proud of you. And Aww. so yeah, he is. He's my sweetheart. He's- <sighs> boys, mm-hmm. they're they're so sweet to their mm-hmm. mamas. My sister has two boys, and I'm, and my other sister, she's got a little boy. And I'm so thankful I got little boys in my life, mm-hmm. you know, because they're so freaking sweet. I love it. <laughs> Mainly, she's sweet too. She's my sweetheart, but it is something to see. Like, and is that the case with you, with your boys? Well, do they compliment you mm. or hang on to you? <laughs> they don't call you stinky or anything. They don't do call they? me stinky. No, <laughs> they, they haven't. Well, not until they see this podcast. If they watch it, you know, then they might start start calling me stinky i don't know but no my oldest he's sweet he, he's he got a whole little personality of his own yeah um he's very comical and he thinks he is just super funny and um and then my 10 year old he is very athletic and he wants to be the boss mm-hmm. and so like i'll tell him i'm like all right you're the boss today and he just <laughs> he takes it like he runs with it like he's good at it though he doesn't take it to his head or anything but he yeah. like Really feels that, like, okay, I, I got to make sure everything's done right, you know? And so I, I think he likes me saying, hey, you're the boss. And he feels accomplished whenever 
everything goes smoothly, whatever it is, like packing for the day or Aww. whatever it might be. But he, um, he's only my little baby when it comes to night. Then he likes me tickling his back. The rest <laughs> of the time, he's kind of independent. He likes to be by himself. Yeah. When things slow down, they want you. Right. And then uh, he, he has a little brother, <clears throat> my nine-year-old. He's, his name's Ryder. And, uh, and I know we haven't talked about, I don't really, or I haven't talked about my kids too much with the other podcasts. We've gotten into other, some other stuff, but it just has led this way. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Ryder, he's nine. And so it's kind of hard to have Titus and Ryder only a year apart. <laughs> and, but Ryder acts like a baby, you know, <laughs> he's, he's my baby. Like he's the baby boy. So, Sweet. uh, yes, he's the sweetheart as far as. He knows that he'd come running to me, and he kind of gets away with murder. And <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my daughter, she's uh, her name's Akira. Love Akira. And um, she is seven. Mm-hmm. She's queen bee around the house. You, I mean, she has me wrapped around her finger. Like, I hate to say it, but she wants to play tumble, she's going to go play tumble. She wants to play sports, whatever she wants. I mean, that's with all of them, but yeah. as long as I can... Provide it for them. That's what I'm going right. to try to do. But, um, yeah, she's. Does she keep the boys in line oh, or try to? She's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have a friend of mine that I talk to kind of quite often. And, you know, he's like, I don't think I've been on the phone with you one time. And that little girl has not been crying <laughs> or they're right by you. Or, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm never going to date. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> Well, it's funny because the other night when we were on the phone and <laughs> I'd answered and I just heard just bam, yep. bam, bam. And I said, are they destroying all your nice china? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something I have to do. Like, that's uh, so funny. When you when I got on the phone with you, I was like, um, I can talk all you want. Just ignore all the crazy noise. You're like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then I don't think you realized how much, <laughs> you know, because I think I told well, you, oh, they're just fighting – they're not nothing's broken yet, so it's okay. It's okay, and you yeah. just <laughs> you laughed at me. So, uh-huh. but I mean, whenever you got four, I think it's you have to let it go wild. I'm sure you can't play referee all day long. It's just it's not going to happen. I tried, yeah, and you know, the fourth one, the fourth one's the baby. She gets what she wants, but all the other ones like just go and until something's broken or bleeding or you know, like they're they're fine. They're <laughs> I say I tell people that all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know that that probably is, is pretty bad. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you growing up with two other uh, sisters, did you guys fight? Yeah, well, not too bad. We mm-hmm. were actually pretty good to one another. You know, uh, we had our fights here and there. You would think uh, three girls would be fighting a lot, but Allison or Melody might say differently here in a second. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching at uh, Ann Smith, so she said, "What do y'all think?" About the new record alligator. Oh yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it was eight hundred and something pounds, like eight oh eight oh three, I think it was. Yes. And I know this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not even hunting this year. Like uh, Emma's going out and hunting, and you know she's showcasing what she's getting. And uh, Emma, hopefully you get a really big one. I'm rooting for you. We all are. And um, uh, I'm just a little. Oh, it's fine. You can. Yeah, you can grab it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> she is I'm mandy's short. new to podcast so um i'm ready sorry <laughs> well the alligator was 804 i believe and don't quote me on that i'm sure uh danny can look it up if he actually wanted to something like that it was, it was like, like 14, 14 feet. feet and all that and yeah. but i'm not 
hunting this year and it's kind of like even though i'm not it's like well dang we might as well just pack up our bags <laughs> because it's like a competition you yeah. know who's going to get a bit something bigger than that well and i was <clears throat> i was uh looking at that and for some reason i kept thinking there's got to have been a bigger gator than that but that gator is huge yeah for mississippi i mean you know? i just wonder how long that's been alive that's what I wonder. Right. Because there was a couple of years ago that, and I don't know if it's rumor. Mm -hmm. It could be rumor. But supposedly. What? <laughs> supposedly, I just, I found it hard to believe. But supposedly there was an alligator they got from the Mississippi River and it had like world or, no, no, no it had Civil War um, little bullets in it. I, I think that's, that's true. Is that, you really, you yeah. really think that's true? It I had it like true. in its stomach or something mm -hmm. like that? It had like dog tags in it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I saw, I saw something like that. And I had some buddy's helmet and all, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking about that part. But I just, I didn't know that was true. I thought that was just one of those like, you know, rumor mills and. No, you know. I think it's true. I mean, I would believe it because they're, you know, they're like. Well, I just wonder how, how old this one is. That's 14 years old. Yeah, um, I don't really know how you tell the age of one. Honestly, we'll have we to need, ask. We need to ask wildlife fisheries and parks. Anybody out there with wildlife fisheries and parks that knows how you can tell how big an alligator is? Look, let's yeah, let's figure that out. So tell the age of an alligator. He's Danny's looking it up for us. But we did have somebody else that was asking, you know, if we we're going to do any type of. Um, archery shooting anything like that i think ann smith might have uh, asked the same thing are we going to teach anybody so that'd be fun so yes. roughly a 10 foot is 27 to 29 years old eight foot 17 to 20 years roughly wow That's and i can't find there's no new news about that new record because it was just yesterday so yeah. there's nothing on there right now other than well on the wildlife there's, fisheries and parks i mean it's just going to say what was on yeah last know. year was like 10 something on the reservoir let me see if i can deep a little dig a little deeper but yeah that 14 one but no we do plan on doing some archery and stuff like that mm -hmm. um i am opening ivana williams armory an actual like gun range okay hopefully soon i know i got to move out of the place i'm at now by january i don't know if i'll have that place ready by january but that is the goal is to incorporate sippy girls with my armory and have free classes for gun safety along with Love if we can that. do archery and all that i've never done archery so i would have to go through that class myself yeah, i've yeah. never done that um <laughs> have you done to. archery a uh, little bit about um crossbow okay yeah See, yeah. I, I haven't even done that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm curious to see what it's like. Yeah. But it, all, everything with hunting and fishing is all new to me, pretty much. I just like the adventure of it. Yeah. I, I use a 270 rifle. That's okay. what I use to hunt. And it's it, it's been a jam-up gun. It's been a great gun. Um, But I like doing this live. There's I do, too. I like the that, questions coming yeah. in. Ann Smith said, uh, oh, 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 oh. we all be doing some instructional courses on archery fishing or shooting. Yeah, that's what we were uh, saying. I saw that from earlier. Oh, okay, um, my bad. Yeah, yeah, but what so, about um, pistol training? That yeah, sort of so thing? that's the do you plan. Do that? Well, I am not NRA certified or anything like that. You know, so I would have to get certified in that. And but I, the department I work for, yeah. luckily I work with a whole bunch of people that have you no know, firearms and knows how to do that. And there's a lot of we have a pistol team. 
And so I've already had talked to one of the instructors on the pistol team, and he was asking, you know, whenever you open your gun range, are you going to need instructors? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So hopefully I can hire some of my, uh, I call them my guys. Yeah. (laughs) Hire some of my guys and um, that I work with to be the instructors for the, the gun range, just because I know that if you're at the department I'm at, one, it's very hard to even get in, but then if you've been there quite some time, then I can trust you, and I know that you're going to show up for work on time, and you're going to leave in a clean, in a clean manner, and all that, and you're going to be professional. So, yeah, the guy that I was talking to, I, I trust him 100. percent So, hopefully that'll work out, and we can have it up and running by January, February next year. Okay, and get some girls through there, and Ooh, I would love that. Mm-hmm. that would, yeah, that would be incredible because that's what the young girls need, right? Because just like me growing up, there, I mean, other than my mother, she could have taught me, but. She was running a flower shop and busy mama, and she actually had two jobs. She worked at night as well, you know, and so moms are very busy, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and daddies too. <laughs> Shout out to daddies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that would be perfect. And, you know, that's something that we started Sippy Girls, you know, the concept we started last year mm-hmm. at the extravaganza, and it was just ideal, and then it really kind of has – changed and developed throughout this this first year yeah and i've been telling people the entire time that you know it's a process you've got to promote the the company the organization and get people aware of what you're doing Mm -hmm. so you can even have people want to attend your event you know Mm -hmm. and if i'm having Somebody co-hunting with me, yeah, they're going to know how to shoot first, and i got to make sure they know how to shoot. So uh, that's the first goal. Or the first goal was the public relations, the you know, building the brand, stuff like that. And then um, we will, once we get to have different camps or different hunts under, like, hey, we've vetted these places and these people, well, now we can start offering people to go to your camp or your, um, your hunting organization or whatever it might be. So... At that point, we got to make sure that they know how to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and I know this is something that me and Ashley talked about last time. Not only are they going to know how to shoot, but just FYI, if you do have a young daughter or niece or granddaughter or whatever it might be that wants to join the organization or be a part of any type of hunting trip or uh, adventure down the road, then just reach out to us at Sippy Girls on Facebook or sippygirls.org, and you can find out some more information. But... That way we can uh, get them lined up and teach them how to uh, shoot and, mm-hmm. and then go from there. Yeah. we got to get you in the woods, too. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had Last year I had uh, somebody I was kind of kind of talking to. Yeah. And um, he was like, well, you don't even hunt. I was like, yeah, I know that. Like, I would love to, <laughs> but I'm trying to build it. And if if I can't do it, but you can. That's what I'm here for, right. you know. So would I like to go on the hunts and all that? Absolutely, you know. But it's not always about me So, and getting out there and all that. Now, I'm not going to lie. If somebody sends us to Colorado, <laughs> <laughs> I might take that trip. I might be like, well, hang on, let me, let me keep you here Obama this time. I will be in the woods. <laughs> but just, you know, in general, like going out in Mississippi, even though there's great parts of Mississippi for hunting, I have a full-time job, and then, of course, I'm trying to do this organization, have four kids, have the driving class, the armory. Um, so it's not really – I don't have a whole lot of time for me to actually get to go hunt. Yeah. And 
but that's why you, you know, you signed up and you said that you were trying to get your mom to possibly sign up one day. And then, you know, I know that we've had uh, hunts offered to us and with every person that's a member, basically like how it works. And if somebody says, Hey, I've got a hunt for you, it's going to be in Missouri. It's going to be a mule deer Mm -hmm. hunt. Um, we're going to provide the lodge and the food and all expenses. You just have to buy your tag and, you know, hunting license, all that. So, I'll say, you know, how many slots do you have? And they'll say, okay, well, I've got five to six slots, um, depending on if they want their own room or not. So I'll put on our group message like, all right, I've got five or six slots available for, you know, December. Who wants to go? And then you guys just kind of select who wants to go. So that's a perk of being a member. You know, it's an uh, organization that you guys do volunteer. Everybody volunteers, and we're trying to get more uh, opportunities to go out and volunteer. I know we have shower power that Ashley's mom is uh, part of, and she wants us to go out there and volunteer. So, yes, I'm excited to do that. Mm-hmm. That's such a great organization. When she was telling us what they do and everything, I love that. Yeah. And it's every Friday. Yes, every Friday they go to downtown Jackson, and it's grown. The two ladies that started it, mm-hmm. it has just skyrocketed, and that's great. And so I really yeah. want to help out as much as we can. We should do that and <clears throat> do soup kitchen i know they for january i think they do the soup herbal oh yeah i really want to i want to be a part of that (laughs) so um i know i saw something about an ar somebody was asking about painting yeah somebody said that you had uh, painted their ar and it's still holding up and they love it okay well good yeah i always like to hear hear that i actually have to go to the store later on today cody grant cody grant okay well thank you cody um yeah i have to go to the store later on today i have a louis vuitton uh, rifle so it's going to be silver lv mm-hmm. like the logo and then it's going to be pink Ooh. i know i'm, I'm I excited that. i'm excited to see what that looks like i have that one and then i have like two camo guns i have to do oh fun mm-hmm. it's very relaxing going up there and getting to kind of like have your artistic side yes decide where the pattern needs to go what it needs to look like especially if i get to do like a battle worn mm-hmm. look to it it's more creative you know, I get to see where the shade, different shades go and where I want to, like, kind of mm-hmm. rough it up a little bit and take off some paint here and some paint there. So, yeah. Um, but most of the time, how I do these uh, guns uh-huh. is by accident. And it just turns out yeah. beautiful, right? So, like, I had that's a, art in itself. Yes. You know? And um, so, one of them was, and I was showing uh, one of the other members, mm-hmm. uh, Megan, I was showing her how, like, one time I accidentally. <laughs> I had an American flag gun. It was almost done. And then there was some like flakes from a gold paint that was on the table. And I accidentally just dropped the grip a little bit. And I was like, oh no, it got in the gold. And I tried to wipe it off. And the paint, other paint was still like a little wet. So it stuck to it. I'm like, because that, that would have, I would have started all the way yeah, over, right? Yeah. And then I started rubbing a little bit more. I was like, that looks great. It's beautiful. So I, I went me. with it. And that's huh? like my favorite. That's, my favorite gun so far. Well, look at there. I know. So it just it shows you just accidents are meant to happen. Sometimes. It is. Yes. So. Beautiful accidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No um, how, how do, sorry to jump in here, no, but uh, there's been a few people asking about it. How, um, if somebody wants to sign up to be a Sippy Girl, how do they do that? Do they just go to sippygirl.org and hit sign up? Yes. Or join? Yeah, it. I, I don't know if it's under join. I think it's just uh, there's like a membership tab, but it's a uh, hundred and twenty dollars for a whole year, and it's under sippygirls.org, and that membership pays for. Well, of course, you get it like a t-shirt with it and a decal and all that. 
but it also pays for the events that we are trying to put on. And then if we do give somebody, you know, a hunt, well, they might not be able to pay to go to the hunt because, I mean, gas is outrageous right now. So it gives them or it helps us give them that that gas money or the lodging or whatever we might have to have just in case the people that might have donated that hunt to us might not have that lodging. Well, mm-hmm. that money for the membership pays for that. So it kind of, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, it's great. It's a great idea, concept, and it's been absolutely amazing. I've met you and some of the other ladies and, you know, I, I only grew up with like two girlfriends, you know? Yeah. And I was very, I shy, didn't like to talk to anybody. I mean, I hung out with all the guys because, like, I was just very sports. And I know uh, one of my friends, Brandy, out of the two, <laughs> she's like, you know that they all have crushes on you. I was like, no, they're just my friends. Oh, no, they did. Yeah. Was, they had probably had a crush on I was very, <laughs> I was oblivious to it, you know. Yeah. 16, 17, 18, you know, being a female, like, I was just completely oblivious. I, was, I didn't even see boys. I just saw, like, I was going across country and um, going to school and thinking about my future and like, you know, and just hanging out with my friends. But so coach Barnett. Yep. That yep. was my coach. <laughs> that was my uh, track coach. And you know, something that he did whenever we would run and stuff yeah. after the um, practice, uh-huh. you would have to go up to him and shake his hand. Yeah. And that uh, was definitely a thing. Yes. I did cross country for like <laughs> Maybe two years. Yeah. And then, no, it was not for me. But well, my sister, she was a cross-country girl. Yeah, I I love. Um, and I loved Coach Woody. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I love the whole concept behind, you know, coming up and shaking your hand. Yeah. And it is a little different. I mean, it was it taught you a little something, you know. Like, yeah, you're a kid and all that, but. It taught like, respect. Yes. Like, what kid shakes hands, you know. And so, I with my job, I'm teaching. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of filling in for other instructors. And what I wanted to do is after we have our PT that morning or that afternoon or whatever it might be, I want them to come up and shake my hand. Just I wanted to carry on that tradition that he taught me. So Well, there mm-hmm. you go. I, I love was looking that. forward to it. He so. would be so proud to know that too. Well, ho- hopefully if he's not watching, maybe <laughs> one of his sons are and then oh, yeah. bring it back to him. So Oh yeah. Um but no, if you want to join, just go to sippygirls.org, look at the website and, and see how it is. But yeah. I'm just excited to to gr- it see it grow, you know. I am too. And it is growing. It's growing and not only that, all of the women that I have met so far, they each one of us brings something unique mm-hmm. and something special to Sippy Girls, you know, and what it is. It's just a beautiful family of um, all sorts of, just like you were talking about your children. They all have different personalities. Right. They all have different things to bring, you know. And, and we all, like, it's so nice that we all get together and, you know, um, we can get together, like, we're Thursday, but... Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody all together to Me see too. how it is. But Me too. hopefully one day we'll have to <laughs> rent out like the trademark or something for a huge banquet of like all the members and their spouses or significant other or whoever they choose to bring. But uh, and showcase what we've done throughout the year and then what we continue to do or what we plan on do the next year and just have a whole little banquet. And like a little alumni. Yes. I've yeah. got an idea. That? What about if all of the members of Sippy Girl were to meet at one location and all do a cold plunge together? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm down. 
I'm such a hot well, no. mess all the time, so I think I could handle it. I don't know, though. So I've already told Danny we are doing that <laughs> once we get together. It would be a team camaraderie-type experience. Yeah, it's team building, and team I, building. I have a whole business surrounding it, mm-hmm. too. That's how much I believe in it. It's incredible. It really is, and me and Ashley still talk about it. She, Ashley's been going over uh, and doing it. Yeah, she was over there yesterday. <laughs> was she? <laughs> so, and the day before, and the day before, yeah. and the day before. Oh. That. Yeah, so it, it really is. I, I did enjoy doing it. I did not like putting my hands in the water. I kind of, like I said, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a video of what you're looking like right now. Um, we're going to do it again, and all of Sippy's, Sippy Girls members will do it again, too. We just got to we'll coordinate. need a bigger box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, we're, we'll coordinate and uh, get it all together and set up, hopefully, before yeah. it starts getting cold, but... Since we're here in Mississippi, we got a few months. Take we got a few months. It might not be 105 <laughs> out, but it'll be it'll still be warm enough. So what? So. How did you feel afterwards? Like what effects? Uh, did you see some positive things? Like I felt a wide rush awake, of energy. You know, uh-huh. I think it's uh, supposed to be you know help your endorphins and endorphins give you energy. Is that right? At least that's from Legally Blonde movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The, the main thing about it that I really, really love, and this is something that people could grasp onto at any level of education. So it's what it does is that you're putting yourself into the fight or flight mode, right? You're mm-hmm. putting yourself in a very, very difficult situation. And if you stay in there, you are going to feel incredible and it's going to be really, really good for your mental and physical health. So there's a battle that's won when you get in and your body is saying, get out of here immediately, I'm going to die. But when you can train yourself to be calm in that difficult situation, that, that calmness is then once you get out, you're able to tap into that when difficult things arise in your other life, in your life outside of the cold plunge. And you have, you have the opportunity to uh, become more at peace with, with your whole mind, body, and soul. Um, just by forcing yourself to do that really, really hard thing. And when you do that as a team, as a group, it it creates an incredible level of camaraderie within that group because you're all doing something really, really difficult together and it boosts the team 1,072 yeah. and 60 time, <laughs> times. Um, it, it's it incredible. Does. It really does because like <clears throat> if Danny was not there, I mean, I had Ashley and like, and that helped out too because Danny was on the outside of it. And it's like, I told him, I was like, no, no, I can't do this. I got, he's like, no, you stay in there. And then Ashley's like, you know, up to her neck. And I'm like, oh, if she can do it. I can do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> not saying that Ashley is not as tough, tough as me, if not more, but, um, she's she, fading off that energy that she, she, she gives. And that, yeah. You know, so could... if she, I was like, uh, uh-uh, she's not going to outdo me. So <laughs> like, I was, I was like, all right, I got to stay. But she was all the way, uh, to her, her um what is this a neck yeah she, yeah. Was to, <laughs> <laughs> she was to her neck and i was up there i think i was just to like maybe top of my chest or something like that if that you barely had your legs <laughs> in. come on let's be honest here i know i did like i had my hands All six in feet and of I, you huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe i should have got the you know the underarms in maybe that might have helped the, no. the, the stinky part a little bit but i did uh I, I hid that i put my arm my hands up because it was so cold it was ice on my hands so um but Definitely. you know he's doing great with uh, the production company and then the podcast and then also with a cold plunge he just got started doing that so maybe you can collaborate with me as far as um 
it is difficult to own a business. Do you not agree? Yes, I have three. Okay, you see? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot the restoration, too. So it is, there's so many, it would be so easy just to quit. It really would. Like, I've, I mean, like, not that I've thought about quitting, but I've thought about how easy it would be to quit, you know? Of course it would be easy to quit, but then you'd have to worry about that, the impending call that someone could call and say, hey, we're laying you off. When you own yeah. your own business, yeah. you don't have that. Now, you have, you know, difficult times when money is not flowing like a river, mm-hmm. but you also know that everything that you put into that business, you're going to get out of it. So if you stick with it and you you keep moving forward, you will be successful no matter what. And there's not going to be anybody that's sitting on top of you that's saying, hey, we're, we're, we're thinning out your department. We really need to let you go. And then you're left with nothing. No. Yeah. We're, we're doing the work on the front end to ensure that we have income coming in no matter what in good or bad times. You're right. And so that's the, the reason why I don't quit. One, I do like to stay busy and I like to network and talk to people. And it's like, I can't say no, um, to a cell, you know, right. Like, I've had, I've been painting, I started out painting cups and then now I've been doing guns and stuff, but I, every Christmas for the past like 10 years, I have been extreme, I've been painting stuff Christmas Eve, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've, I keep telling myself every year, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stay open. And luckily last year was my first year open. Like I have a store and have employees and they I hate to say it, but they did that. Uh, they were great at it. And, you know, I have my manager, Lance. He is awesome. And uh, he is kind of like me. He did not want to say no to a sale. And so he was up there Christmas Eve night. And then afterwards, they ended up like, yes, we're, you know, at six o'clock Christmas Eve, we're done. You know, so yeah. they did great. They got all the guns out that they needed to get out and painted. And uh, so far, everybody's been thrilled with their paint job for their their guns and the customer service up there so that's been great and um so whenever i move it's just gonna be bigger and better and you know at my job it's great if we get a a raise but um it's never guaranteed and so that's what the business is it's uh i'm not gonna wait around for my department to give me a raise if they do that's great you know but i just um I enjoy doing it and it just expanded and it grew and, uh, you know, that's where it's at today. And uh, with the driving stuff that I do, it all pertains to my job because I've had a lot of people, there's a lot of people that want to criticize, you know, what I do and not just me, but just in general and, um, you know, say, oh, well, she's into everything. She does driving and sippy girls. We call those fans. (laughs) That is true. That is true. You know, your fans, sometimes they're your biggest fans yeah are only there i listened to the podcast before and that's so true mm-hmm. you know to see you to see you fail yeah. you know but um no everything coordinates yes. correlates 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 with uh one another you know like i was taught how to shoot and you know i that's i'm gonna open a range now and i was taught how to drive for a living and now i do driving lessons and then the sippy girls itself was just really was just for fun <laughs> so really everything that you have Someone has poured into you, Mm -hmm. you've tried to pour to others. Right. And so a lot of uh, the department, you know, a lot of people when they retire, they're like, okay, I'm going to go to this job. And so that's what my businesses are, is my retirement. Like, I don't want to wait to do something that I want to do or make a little extra money 
I don't want to have to wait 20, 25 years. I want to be able to build that business. So whenever I do retire, that can be my extra income or replace the income that I had lost with. Because, I mean, you don't get 100% all the time, you know, unless you just stay for, you know, 40 (laughs) years or something like that. But um, so that's what the plan is, is to have that for my kids whenever I retire or, you know, leave this earth. And that's something for them to take on if they want to or sell it or do whatever they want, you know. But that's just me and you know, my life and I, I want to stay busy and continue to succeed. Building that legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw on Facebook, um, there was a guy in Brookhaven, I think. Okay. I think it's called the, the cookie and look, look, look this up. Danny. <laughs> I don't want to make, uh, it's like the cookie trap. Cookie trap. Look, it, it's on in Brookhaven. Cookie trap. And he that sells. might pull up something. <laughs> it might something not. else. Yeah, make sure. You... <laughs> um, yeah. So he sells cookies. Yeah, it's the article right there. It says he's the cookie man. So this guy sells cookies out of his car in, and I believe it's in Brookhaven. But I think that's amazing. He was saying, you know, he had a, uh, a illness. Yeah. That really changed his life. And he almost died from it. And so he redirected instead of just staying on disability and, you know, living off the government or whatever assistance he has, um, he wanted to do more, you know. And he started the cookie business. I was reading the article earlier today. It was saying that his uh, mother-in-law wanted to open a bakery. And so she taught him everything he needed to know. And so... He makes the cookies. He has his uh, wife does all the like marketing and production and all that. And then um, he has his kids on his shirt as the the company logo and all I that. Like so that. Okay. so I need to go next time I'm I'm in Brookhaven. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go try out these try cookies. Gonna find, <laughs> yeah. find them, huh? Yeah, I just I think that was a great story. Well, so. that is that's wonderful because it's you know sometimes uh, hardship brings on that passion that you know you didn't really know that you had, mm-hmm. you know, and that sounds like he did the right thing there. Well, I know that we've... Have we been on here an hour? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> the time flies. So uh, before we do get off, John Harris on my Facebook, he does say, he says, don't forget about the haunted houses. So right now, this year being at the first year, we've changed direction and changed what we are doing. We would love a haunted house, but all those decorations are very costly. So unless we get somebody that just wants to donate all the uh, decorations hey, we'll we, would need, yeah, we would need, then... Them. Um, we won't be able to do the haunted house this year, but we yeah. do plan on doing it next year unless we get a huge donation of those uh, decorations. But we are going to get off of here. We thank everybody for all the stars. Thank you all for the That's, stars. It's been exciting. And thank you, Mandy, for coming on and uh, what you do for Sippy Girls. And I can't wait to see what uh, what life brings your way in the future. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. All right. I thank enjoyed you. this. Thank you.